Down the Lines podcast with Tyler Hunt. It's storming outside because Brian Kelly's just raining in these recruits. That's a go, Tigers. You know, Joe Burrow, he was the one. (laughs) What's Brian Kelly going to do? I don't know. And now your host, Tyler Hunt. Hello and welcome to episode number 134 of Down the Lines. I'm your host, Tyler. And just six days after telling you that the sky was falling in recruiting and LSU is down bad and they're losing ground on all the competition, they're losing every prospect in Louisiana to other schools, I'm here to tell you today, we're back, baby. We are back. And let me tell you why. Over the weekend, Brian Kelly and his staff hauled in five commits. Last week at this time, LSU's recruiting class on 247 was ranked 38th. That was a one ahead of Vanderbilt with five commits, or six commits, six commits. Over the weekend, we hauled in four, count it, four defensive linemen and a cornerback from the state of Louisiana. Four defensive linemen from out of the state. It's probably going to be all the defensive linemen you get in this class. Unless you can go nab a five-star from somewhere. And then you get a three-star cornerback from Louisiana who Brian Kelly and staff offered a scholarship at the LSU camp because he balled out in camp against the best competition there is. What? (laughs) What? Last week at this time, everybody was losing their minds because Arch Manning committed to Texas, and then Texas got nine straight recruits or or nine recruits in eight days or something like that, a five-star safety from Lafayette committed to Texas. Eli Holstein's committed to Alabama. Um... Virgil Osbury's son is projected to be committed to Ohio State or Notre Dame or one of those two, uh, and, and it looked like the sky was falling in recruiting in June, I might add. And what did I say? What, what did I say on the last episode? And if you didn't hear it, you can check it out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. I said, chill out. Brian Kelly hasn't even coached a game at LSU yet. Brian Kelly and staff, instead of focusing on this year's recruiting class like every other coach was doing in February, Brian Kelly had to focus on getting enough transfers to come here so that he could field a team. And now that team looks like it could compete in the SEC. Not compete to win the SEC. This was a 6-6 team last year that had 37 players whenever he took over the job. Now it's around 80 
and it looks like it can go 500 in the SEC when it's non-conference games, go to a bowl game, and have a and have a solid a solid season under first-year coach Brian Kelly. And if you go out there and you do that, the dominoes will fall in recruiting. The players in state will want to now stay, will once again want to stay in state. And we're not done recruiting in state. Shamar Stewart, five-star wide receiver from Catholic High in Baton Rouge, is supposedly an LSU lean. LSU's in a very good spot to get him. And if you get him, it will ease the pain of losing Arch Manning, who you were never going to get anyway, who probably shouldn't be the first-ranked recruit, but he is because his name is Manning. But we'll see how good he does at Texas. I hope the kid does well. I just hope he doesn't do well against LSU whenever they join the SEC. Now, let's look at what we did do this weekend, and that was rein in defensive linemen. I already said we got Ashton Stamps, cornerback from Rummel, six foot 170, three-star cornerback from Louisiana, but the stars don't matter because he balled out in camp and they offered him. And I like that. After the season, we'll see if his rating goes up anymore. And then when he comes to LSU, we, we can really judge him then. You know what I'm saying? But I like the coach. If he, if he did good enough against four- and five-star wide receivers to offer a scholarship in camp live, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. And now let's go. Let's go up the list. You got four defensive linemen. Listen to where these defensive linemen came from. Georgia. Indiana. The number two player in the state of Indiana. What other LSU player has came from Indiana? I don't know. Maryland. Now, we have had some success in Maryland. Maryland has a few really big uh, powerhouse schools, so they have a bunch of talent up there. And... Brian Kelly knows that, so he goes to Maryland. He brings in a guy like Deshaun Womack. And then you go to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and you get the number one player from the state of Minnesota. Who in LSU's history has ever been from Minnesota? I can't name one player off the top of my head. I would really have to search to find one. I know Daniil Hunter plays in Minnesota. But I don't know anybody who ever committed to LSU from Minnesota. But that's what Brian Kelly can do. He coached at Notre Dame. He had to get players from all over the country because the state that he was in was very bad. Now he's in a state that's rich with talent. It's very, very, very deep this year. And unfortunately, four, five, or six of the top players just don't want to stay home. And that's okay. You had a slower start to recruiting. You had a slower start on the NIL front. But now the momentum's kind of churning back into your favor. And now it, now it looks like now, now, now you can take a sigh of relief. You can breathe because you know that Brian Kelly is going to 
keep keep the ship straight. He, he's going to keep the wheels on the road, and he's going to keep going forward. Your recruiting class goes from 37th to 15th, and that's because now you have a top 100 player in Jackson Howard, edge rusher from Minnesota, 6'4", 245, prototypical size for an edge rusher. I, I, I mentioned a deal Neil Hunter earlier. That's the size he was when he came to LSU. He actually might have been a little lighter, like Joshua Mickens, who's 6'5", 225, from Indiana, and he committed on Sunday, number 164 nationally. You get number 106 nationally, and Deshaun Womack on the defensive line, 6'4", 255. He's going to put on some size and can be an interior uh, threat. Same with Darren Reed. From Columbus, Georgia, 6'4", 270. He puts on another 20 pounds or so in the next couple of years. And he can take over when Mason Smith and Jacoby and Guillory go on to the next level. So you now have, you have a whole, you, this weekend you got an entire wave of defensive line commits. So you pretty, your defensive line package for this season in this recruiting class you can almost sign you know sign stamp seal and deliver you know what i'm saying it is it's it's crazy you already have a couple of safeties and a couple of cornerbacks so your defensive backfield looks good um right now you've got three offensive players and eight defensive players in this class you are going to get more wide receivers one of them hopefully Five-star from right here in Baton Rouge. You might not get a quarterback, and that's okay. You have Walker Howard. You have uh, Garrett Nussmeyer. You have the transfer portal. I'm okay with quarterbacks coming out of the transfer portal, personally. And I think you should be, too, because it has worked, and it's worked for a lot of teams here in the last few years. I'm just glad that I can come on here today and say the sky is not falling. This week coming up, there are a few more commits who have LSU on their list. And LSU could get a couple of more commits by the week's end. And it can make you uh, breathe a little bit easier again. Um so by the end of this week, you might have a couple of more players that change the outlook of this class. And if they do commit, if we get any more commitments, I'll mention it on the next pod or the one after that, whichever one they commit on. You know what I'm saying? I'll keep you updated on that. Um, and looking forward, Friday, we will be talking about kind of an early preview of the offense and defense. And then next week, next week I'm going to try to start da dropping daily pods. I'm going to go through position by position of the upcoming year um, of, the, of the team that is going to be on the field this year. We're going to go position by position. We're going to talk position battles. We're going to talk depth chart. We're going to talk who I think is going to play, who I think is going to be playmakers. Um 
we're going to go offensive line, defensive line, quarterbacks, because I know that's the number one thing everybody's worried about. But we're going to go position by position. Um, and then the third week of July, SEC media days. <laughs> we're getting closer to football season, and that's exciting. And thank you for joining me here on Down the Lines. Um, we can breathe a little easier today. That's great. I'm glad we can. And we'll be able to breathe easier down the road. We will once we start raining in some W's. <laughs> That's all I have for you today. And I will catch you down the lines.